Daily Draft Report. Set your DVR to record now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft brought to you by Campus of Canton. Tonight's prospect is a really, really fun one. Troy Anderson, senior linebacker, six foot three, 235 pounds, hailing from Montana State. And my guest is also an exciting one, Mr. Ian Cummings. Ian, how you doing tonight, man? I'm doing good. I'm not that exciting, but I'm, I'm excited to talk about Troy Anderson. I mean, it's uh, it's uh, he's been <laughs> one of the, the most enjoyable prospects in this in this whole process. Obviously, the rise that he undertook, you know, being a kind of a low key guy in the FCS ranks. And now we're talking about him as a potential top 50 pick. So one of those guys who you really can't look away once you notice him. And he's a fun prospect to talk about. Absolutely, man. All right. So we're going to go through some background on him. I'm going to kind of glaze through the highlights of this. This it was hard to find actually any stats, so I, but I did find this like right up of him on Montana State's website. In 2017, he was the Big Sky Freshman of the Year. He started games at running back and linebacker. Then in 2018, he actually started at quarterback. Even um, he started at quarterback in 11 of their 13 games. He rushed for at least 100 yards, a school record nine times, passing. Yeah. Only threw for 717 yards and two touchdowns and one interception. So it was not that type of offense. But then his 2019 year, he was here in first team All-American honors in the FCS, was named first team big time All-Sky at linebacker, played, played in 10 games, had, had 11 and a half tackles for loss, six and a half sacks, intercepted a pass, broke up five, one sack. I mean, he just had did a little bit of everything. And then 2020, he was the team captain, but they didn't play any. In 2021, he was named the FCS ADA National Defensive Player of the Year, the fourth Bobcat in history to earn that. So to earn to go from running back to quarterback to linebacker is kind of nuts. He was a unanimous first team All American, first team Big Sky, had 150 tackles, fifth most in a season in school history, had 17 tackles against Idaho even, which was probably one of their bigger opponents, and had at least 10 tackles eight times. So that's kind of just a little bit of what he's been through to get here is insane. So. He finished ninth in their history in rushing yards with 2,260, second in rushing touchdowns, and he's a linebacker. That's what he's going to the NFL as. And why this meteoric rise, I mean, he's been getting a little bit of buzz from all this. Then he went to the Combine this last weekend and absolutely destroyed the Combine. 9.99 RAS score at 6'3", 243 pounds. He did a 36-inch vert, 10.8 broad, and a 4.42 40-yard dash. Woo! That's impressive. Well, and you go go down to see the um, historical comps for what he did this weekend, and Luke Keekley is the first name that pops up. You're like, holy shit! That's some company to be in right there. That's the lowdown of how Troy Anderson got here. Ian, so what traits and attributes does Anderson possess? You think will make him successful? What did you see when you watched the tape of Anderson? I mean, well, we can start with, uh, I guess, the athleticism, right? I mean, that's the that's the uh, the marquee trait here with Anderson. I mean, I, obviously, that stands out on tape. Being as big as he is and having that athleticism, I didn't expect him to run as fast as he did. Having a four four two, I mean, I thought you know a, a low to mid four five is what I expected. Yeah, he's really good for a linebacker, right? And then he comes out with this time, right? Oh, okay, like I see you, but. You know, especially in those short to intermediate ranges, that second level where the linebackers are normally dealing, you know, that explosiveness is really what's more important. 
you know, closing those short areas quickly. And he has that in spades. I mean, this guy closes ground in an instant. I love that, you know, when he sees the play, when he recognizes it, he plays fast, he plays aggressive, he really just flies to the ball. You've seen those plays where, you know, maybe it's a screen, maybe it's an outside run, and he's just shooting downhill and splicing through those gaps and making the tackle for a loss. He's very good at playing hard when he does see the play, when he recognizes it, and really good at applying that athleticism. And I really like, you know, with his size, he's strong. He's kind of, he's beaut tough, you know, out there from Montana. He's got that strength to him where he can, you know, he can engage blockers, stack and shed. He's shown that. I think he can get a little bit stronger at the NFL level in the NFL context but he's shown he has that physicality to compound that athleticism coming downhill. And then on top of that, that athleticism also helps him in coverage, you know, kind of match guys. He's a very alignment and versatile linebacker in that I, you know, I saw him play Mike. I saw him play, you know, weak side Sam, you know, and even overhang slot on a couple reps where he's out and there's a move tight end out there and he matches him up the seam, right. Can flip his hips pretty well for his size. So, uh, the the athleticism, the ease of motion in space and the range, it, it's all very impressive with Anderson. I think that's going to be the bedrock of his success at the NFL level. Beautiful. Couldn't have said any better, man. Yeah, I, I, I haven't watched him now, but probably as much as you. I was super impressed with how much ground he covers and how much you can see his offensive background just in the way he understands how the game is going. Yeah. Like, like his intelligence is off the charts. And I mean – even without seeing the Keekly comp as far as athletic, you see that in the way he plays. I mean, he is just everywhere. I mean, in intercepting passes like 20 yards downfield, leaping up in the air, you know, catching yeah. them, closing ground on sacks. I mean, just like it was crazy to watch him play. So it's, it's super impressive. So all of that is there. And I mean, he's obviously an athletic freak, but what do you think is going to hold him back? I think, and, and this is something like the intelligence is definitely there. You know, I want to preface by definitely. saying, you know, the one thing, the question that I always ask when I'm watching prospects is, is it a capacity issue or a consistency issue? Is it they, they have the processing capacity and they're just not consistent with it? Or do they not have the capacity? I think he definitely has the capacity. You see those moments where he does react quickly and has that instincts to kind of you know recognize the blocking scheme and kind of flow to the ball that way. But he is kind of inconsistent with it. And I think that comes from, you know, he switched to linebacker in 2019. You know, all things considered, still pretty new to the position, you know, and considering he moves around a lot too, you know, I think the NFL will, will be a great opportunity to, for him to maybe settle or get that extra coaching, you know, can help catalyze his growth. But right now, you know, he is still a little inconsistent with the finer points of the game. I think tackling angles coming downfield, those are an issue at times. You know, sometimes he overshoots them or undershoots them, can still do a better job gauging those angles. And at times that contributes to missed tackles. You know, I think he doesn't position himself very well sometimes in, in run, you know, both run defense and pass defense. Sometimes in pass defense, he doesn't quite get enough depth. Sometimes in run defense, you know, he kind of flows into those gaps and, you know, kind of works himself into a corner. You know, maybe he needs to be anticipating an outside run and he's anticipating an inside run. And then he kind of works himself into a corner. So I think it's just those things, anticipating, you know, working your angles a little bit better. Those are things that he can continue to improve at. Again, we've seen the flashes, but the consistency isn't quite at the level that I want for him to be maybe a full-time starter right away. You know, I think getting the reps at the NFL level will help him because it'll help him acclimate as you get forward. So I think, you know, you could get him that experience early on. I just think it might be a little rocky because he's still learning the position. He's still kind of learning the finer, finer details can get a little lost in congestion. Sometimes the pro the capacity is there. He's a smart guy. He plays fast. Uh, it's just going to take a little bit of time. I think from the iron out some kinks, but you know, again, the upside is there. I think it's worth investing in. That's something that might hold him back early on, 
but I could easily see him, you know, year two, year three, catch a stride and, you know, start to really make plays. Definitely. I think it's going to take him a, a year or two. And also coming from the FCS all the way to the NFL is, yeah. that's a hell of a jump in style of play and the players you're playing against. The things you saw, the inconsistencies were things he was able to mask with his, with his athleticism in the FCS. You know, like there were times where he would be out of position, but he would just make the play anyways, because yeah, he's probably the best athlete on the field. Yeah. So, I mean, so that that's definitely something. And as far as um, mock draft database, I didn't even look it up. But like you said, he, he's kind of creeping into that round two consideration. Is there anywhere you'd like to see him fit a, a team you think he'd be a really good fit on? The thing with him is he he seems pretty versatile. You know, I could see him being a 3-4 inside linebacker or maybe put him at, you know, Sam or Will in a, in a you know, 4-3. Maybe he could even take on Mike. I think he'll need some time to, you know, learn the game and kind of let it slow down for him before he's calling signals out there. But I do think, you know, put him in a reactive role outside linebacker where he can just run and chase, use that athleticism freely. You know, I think that's the best situation for him. I think there's a lot of teams that could use the services. Not 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 a ton off the top of my head that stand out. Maybe Seattle. That was one that I just mocked too. I, you know, they have a lot of creative defensive minds over there now. Uh, after they, you know, they move some stuff around. I think, especially with Bobby Wagner gone, I, I think you add him in there, and he could be that, you know, that fast-paced, energetic guy who kind of fills the gap. Obviously, not going to be Wagner right away, but you know, give him some years. You know, let him kind of learn from that coaching staff, and could be a, a bountiful experience for him. You know, Denver as well is maybe one. You know, I know they don't have any picks in the top 64 now, but seeing him and Baron Browning in the same linebacker group, Baron Browning was one of the most athletic guys coming out last year. So looking at that combo, how they could feed off of each other, that would be very fun. You know, and there's a few other teams off the top of my head. I know maybe the Chargers would be a fun one. Brandon Staley working with that talented guy. You know, that's a fun one to think about because, you know, Staley's creative. He'll move him around. And Anderson can do that. He can do outside linebacker. He's shown he can do inside linebacker. Again, might take some time. And he's also shown if you've got to move tight end out in the slot, he can go out in the overhang slot and cover that guy. You know, I think right. he does. He, he is a little upright as a mover. I think he can be a little more efficient as a mover, kind of work on that technique. But he does have fluidity. You know, he has some of that natural fluidity where he can turn and run with guys. So, you know, I think all the potential is there. I'd like to see him with a creative defensive mind that can maximize his skill set and develop his potential. You know, I think it's all there. But it, those are some of the teams that I, ideally I'd want to see him go. I think the possibilities are endless with this guy. So, you know, as long as you think you can work with them, it's really worth the investment. Yeah, the Chargers would be kind of fun now that they got Bosa yeah. and Mac and uh, yeah, just let Anderson sit back and feast. So yeah, I actually exactly. just want to see him. I want to see him go somewhere that'll use him on offense. Come on, man. Let, let him get him in there at running back occasionally. <laughs> Honestly, man. Two-way player all the way. Bring him back. Put, get him Let's back do in the yeah. <laughs> Save some money. It, it, works, it works out for everybody. Uh, all right. Well, thank you very much for coming on, Ian. Uh, can you tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter and find your work? Yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter at Ian underscore Cummings underscore nine. Uh, you know, Troy Anderson's one prospect in a very big class. So, you know, breaking down a bunch of other guys. So, you know, make sure I got a thread pinned to my channel with a bunch of scouting reports. You can check those out. Obviously, uh, Pro Football Network is at PFN 365. Great group of guys. You know, I work with Ali Hodgkinson every day. He's a great guy. Cam Meller, the draft director, uh, awesome guy as well. So you check all of them out as well. We're, we're still trucking. It's still, we're in the heart of the draft season. So it's by no means over yet. We're still going to be analyzing guys and providing that analysis. So it's, but it's the best time of year. I'm happy to do it. Oh, it is, man. But I'm starting to see that light at the end of the tunnel finally. So yeah. it has been a blast, but 
after April, it's always kind of nice to sit for a second. You know, you get your rookie drafts, you know, but it's nice to kind of, whoo, you can breathe a little yeah. bit. And just then, you know, breath, just take a breath. Just, yeah, exactly. And then the second, exactly. then the second week of May, we start getting ready for next year. So. You know it. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thanks, man. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at FF People's Champ, this podcast at Daily Draft RPRT. Thank you all very much for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.